Hello, lovely people. Welcome to another beautiful episode of the Living in Fullness podcast. Today, I am seated with the gorgeous YouTuber, award-winning YouTuber, um, digital marketing specialist. She is a billboard honey. She is a commercial <laughs> model. She is none other than the founder of Yol's Beauty, Mrs. Yolanda Jawe, popularly known as Yol's. Hey. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? Good. I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited as well. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, I'm excited. (laughs) I'm really excited. Guys, before we even start, today if I'm out of character, please understand. I'm a fan. I love her. (laughs) So if I'm out of character, (laughs) please do understand. So before we start, we've got to get to know you game. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. So you're going to pick any 10, any random 10 numbers between 1 and 15. Okay. Okay. What's your first pick? 11. Okay, a narrative people might have of you that you would like to change. Ooh, that I'd like to change mm-hmm. that I haven't already. She <laughs> 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 was. Um, I, I really don't like at the moment. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I mentioned that someone actually said I don't have friends, and I was with my friends, and they laughed so hard. How? I would have never made that assumption. I don't know. Yeah, I suppose I put, <laughs> okay. that's probably the only. Yeah, I'm very. I suppose people assume the mm-hmm. friendships that they've seen on social media yeah. are my actual friendships. But um, it's actually crazy because when I open my wedding mm-hmm. uh, book, five of like my bridesmaids, I'm yeah. still very good friends of, with four of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the other girl, she's not. We're not not friends. We just yeah. talk like maybe once a year. Yeah. But it's it's crazy that um yeah like my my friends who were with me since varsity are still my closest friends. Mm. And then second to that, the first year of working, those are the friends I was with yesterday. Actually, since 2014, Aww. we've been friends. I mean, like uncles to yeah. my son he calls he actually thinks they are like family oh, that's so and beautiful. aunts as well so yeah. I was with his auntie and his uncle yesterday and those are like my real closest friends yeah. so i have at least close friends seven or eight which sounds crazy but it's because i'm i'm sort of like i wouldn't say dual city mm-hmm. living but because i grew up in cape town yeah five of my closest friends are there and then mm-hmm. the other four are here oh. um, but my best friend is based in cape town and yeah i have really great friends mm-hmm. and i think the narrative of like she doesn't have friends just took me aback and they actually laughed so hard because we've been friends for like well over 10 years now yeah 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 out of love too i mean don't box her to social media because <laughs> i think yeah. sometimes it's it's because you're on social media right so people naturally assume that whoever you call your friend on social media is all you've got and if that's mm. not there to them then yeah then they don't exist and and funny thing is my all my friends are not social media people um, but they're very much like me. So we're all talkative. We could spend the whole day talking. I and she just, was saying, I'm not here for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all very talkative. We're all very much the same, but yeah. they're not social media people. So uh, it's, it's, and I don't put up the camera all the time when we hang out. Especially with my, good. yeah, like I really appreciate friendships off camera because they also ground me. And, and I the think they're like realistic, authentic. Yes. They are also like, you know, you don't have to put so much effort. It's natural. It's organic. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Your next pick. We're getting into the conversation, oh, okay. y'all. And this is just question two. <laughs> two. Okay, let's go. What lesson you'd like Fez, your son, to learn? Ooh, it's okay to be whatever. 
I love that. Yeah, I think we're living in a world where we grew up mm. you know, being asked the question, what do you want to be? Um, and how many times has mm. things changed and sprung up in terms of career? Imagine 15 years ago, there was no such thing as a social media yeah. um, manager in corporate. And now every big business needs a social media yeah. manager. That's now in the formal sector. Mm. And us, even as influencers, 20 years ago, we did not really exist, exist in terms yeah. of this career. So who are we to box our children? Instead, I think yeah. we should be putting them in a space where we're encouraging problem solving in every single thing because mm. they are the future and we are going to face so much more, so many more challenges mm-hmm. um, intensified. So the problem will always be there, but it might be even more. COVID is here yeah. now. They need to figure out how we're going to solve them, but it doesn't mean that they should be scientists, mm. you know? So that's, that's my, I really hope he becomes whatever. Whatever he wants to be. And yeah. I love that. And the fact that he's got your support makes it even easier. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So tell me, what's your next pick? Oh, oh, we're going on. We're going for five. I did not know this. Four, then. <laughs> He's four. Okay. Yeah. Your biggest strength? Ooh, my, my self, my sense of self. Mm. I lean on knowing who I am. And I think there's just such a strength in that. Even in my weakness, I know in that moment, that is me now. And I, I can understand and diagnose mm. what, it, what the cause could be and what this, the... the the treatment can be for that. And I think that's one of the things that I have now stood on because there's strength in understanding that you are weak. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. There's strength in understanding that right now I'm vulnerable. I'm tender. Mm. I need love right now. Yeah. Or, or I'm on top of the world. I need to <laughs> celebrate right now. There's just yeah. so much strength and nothing can break you when you know that you are broken right now. Nothing yeah. can break you further than that. It's true. Um, and there's only one way out when you're on the ground. You can only get up and get stronger. So, yeah, that's my current strength, and that's what's gotten me through the hardest times. Yeah, Mm, That's good. Self-awareness is a skill, hey? It is. It is a a skill. And a strong sense of self, because otherwise you go where the wind blows, and that's that's probably the most dangerous thing. It is. I learned very early on in high school that I don't want to be that girl. Yeah, I hear you. Let's go for your fourth one. Hmm. Seven. <laughs> I like the number seven. Yeah. yeah. Oh, who is your greatest inspiration and why? <sighs> oh, wow. That's 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 difficult because I usually say my mom, but I think if I can put her in one, my mom mm-hmm. and my grandma, mm-hmm. and um, two two different people. But I think their prayers. Without their prayers, I don't know where I would be, mm-hmm. and also. Um, their strength. Oh my goodness! <laughs> um, the the ability to see things when they aren't there. Mm. Both of them have that, and I don't know if they know that they have that in common. Yeah, both of them have been through really hard times, but they've been able to press on so much that mm. I think they've imparted inside of me something that allows me to see beyond my current circumstance, mm-hmm. and uh, to always break free of the mindset of the seeing what is in front of me now. It's always about seeing what's ahead and what could be. And maybe that's why I encourage first to be whatever, because imagination mm. is what's going to keep us moving. It's what that's gets true. us out. Yeah, and it's, it's also a, a strong sense of hope. Mm. You know, even in hopelessness, when there's that glimmer of, well, what possibilities yeah. could surround a question? Even if there's a no, what if mm. it's a yes? Just that hope. <laughs> that, yeah, so I think both of them have, have got that and what they've been through, yeah. um, even in the midst of nothing. They could make something out of it, and that's incredible. I love that. 
love it. Let's go for your last one. <laughs> ten. Ten. Okay. Wow, ten. What's the most expensive item you own? Uh, I was going to say the bag I carried now, but... Uh, that's a pretty bag. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but I think the, there's a smaller one that's actually more expensive. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm a Gucci girl. I love Gucci. Yeah, and it's like a secret always. little... Um, <laughs> it's a secret little... Uh, I don't know whether it's a hobby. I'm not a luxury girl. Really? But I melt at some Gucci bags. And that's like why I'm like a... For billboard honeys, of course. And that's the thing, it's not even, that's why I'm saying it's not even like me. It's just what you... It's like, it's it's something that's not part of my brand. That's why I'm like, I I never really like flash my, yeah, my bag uh, closet. But it's something that I do indulge in a little bit when I love a bag. And I have to lose sleep on it to know. Oh, yeah. You know? (laughs) It's just like, I hope I find it tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes two weeks. This one took me two weeks. I slept on it. And um, I was like, okay, we're doing it because we've got outfits for her already. Mm -hmm. Actually, the minute she came, the day she arrived, I was going to an event. I unpacked, unboxed her, and I went to the event with her. And my husband was like, wow. You knew you were, I, was like, I knew the outfits. I was ready for her. I just needed the bag. You know? Yeah, but outside of that, I'd say my property as well. Is, is that an mm. item? It is. My first property, she's doubled in value. Ooh. So she's now in the seven <laughs> figures, like a while into the seven figures. I mean... So maybe that is my most expensive item. <laughs> Listen, yours is for keeps, okay? You're not going anywhere. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, so let's get into it now. Okay. So before we actually get into much of what I really want to discuss with you. Just for, just in case, you know, for my Nigerian, my Zambian peoples that probably don't know you yet, um, who is yours? Ooh, okay. Yours is a daughter and a granddaughter, particularly because I started with um, one of the questions. Mm. I am a child. I'm a child of God, a very proud child mm-hmm. of the Most High God, and I say that in a humble way. <laughs> <laughs> I am a mom, I'm a wife, I'm a wife first and then became a mom, mm-hmm. and I think my greatest gift is um, prayer and encouragement, as in my godly gift, mm-hmm. and I think that's when I feel the strongest. I, I actually liken praying with speaking on camera, the way I feel mm-hmm. when I'm in my element, in my prayer closet, I feel so strong, even, in, even if I'm crying, I'm like, oh Lord, I feel good, because I know what comes out of this is so much greater. Mm. And yeah, that that is me outside of the social media. Most people know me as y'alls. I started my career here on YouTube while mm-hmm. I was in corporate. I have a finance and investment degree. I don't know how deep I should go. <laughs> but um, I came from the commercial property space. Mm-hmm. And the last day of me being in corporate, I was a senior investment analyst. And I just decided, let me follow my dreams. And I, I've never looked back since. So since then, I've just been doing YouTube, started in the hair space, mm-hmm. and now have just been sharing my passion for content creation and adding to the body of work on what content creators do in this space because mm-hmm. we we are about to make our mark. <laughs> yes, we are taking over. Yes, but one thing I love about you, yours, is you are so versatile. Thank You're you. not limited. Like you, one minute when I just th- when I just think, okay, now I know yours. She's mm-hmm. all about skin. Okay, now I know yours. She's all about hair. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. now you're into property as well. And I loved your property video. I was watching it the whole night so yesterday. Much. I loved it, how you answered the questions like a professional. I've worked in a bank mm-hmm. um, as a credit analyst. And I was like, damn, she actually has a lot of knowledge. 
Thank you. I don't use my 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 school knowledge quite a lot, but I yeah. I use it with my husband, I suppose, because he's still in property, mm-hmm. and the property thing has always been part of me. It's like my hair. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's like y'all's can speak on skin because she has skin. I can yeah. speak on hair because I have hair, and I think the hair thing is the basis of mm-hmm. um, my channel because I was sharing a journey mm-hmm. and it really required research. So many videos, I took hours to prepare yeah. for them. I'd read and read and read before explaining something. So in yeah. the same breath with property, I always feel like I can never just show up in a video without research-backed information. Mm. Um, it's very dangerous. We're in a, a dangerous space because everyone is consuming and very fast, you know, like yeah. instant gratification. And you do put out the wrong information out there sometimes, which I've made that mistake mm. too. And people take it as it is. They don't even fact check most of the time. Yeah. So for me, the multifacetedness is it's like I, I always see myself as a big sister. There's nothing you can't not ask your big sister. True. And you expect her to have an answer, right? And if big sister doesn't know she researches. <laughs> yeah, it's like, if yeah. I want to give you advice, I don't want you to stumble and fall. Exactly. Uh, but I'm still going to tell you to also do your research. I always yeah. feel like a big sister is multifaceted. You're going to ask about mm. her hair, her makeup. You're going to ask about her career. Yeah. You're going to ask about every single thing that you want to know, boys, relationships. Mm-hmm. So why not have an all-encompassing lifestyle channel because that's what that. lifestyle yeah. is mm. more than just one thing so how do you decide when to move to what because it seems like you're always serving us when we actually need what you're serving us it's like mm. it comes right in time you know so is it that you also don't know maybe god just throws it in it's like it's time how do you choose when to say okay yours i think we we've heard a lot about the hair continue with it but now get into skin now get into this how do you decide it's such a deep question you know, I would have answered this question a lot differently last yeah. year before ending the channel um, because I was I was moving with the wind. I mm. think I was just listening to whatever people want and also watching channels, whatever I was consuming. I was like, oh, let me just like, mm-hmm. turn this out. I'm consuming yeah. this. Let me produce this. Mm-hmm. But I got to a point where I ended my channel in August last year um, and at my grand's house, actually. It felt so safe. Safest place I've ever been mm. on earth. Um, yeah. And, excuse me, I I looked back and I was like, Lord, what do you want from me? Yeah, mm. and, I, and I really wanted to go back to the source. I said, this is not my doing, but yours. The first mm. time I picked up the camera, I was in the bank and I felt as though I was boxed. I actually saw a cage in my head. I was like, yeah. I feel like a bird that's supposed to be flying and spreading her wings and she's yeah, in a cage. Yeah, and you're limiting yourself. Yeah, and I said, y'all get into the front seat of your life and drive it to where you desire. But when I got into that front seat, I wasn't driving. God yeah, was. God was driving. So who am I to now remove his hands and then drive this car myself? True. He's the author of, um, you know, my future, my mm. destiny, my story. So I really gave it to him. And two months after I quit, I was like, oh, God. He's like, yeah, you're coming back <laughs> now. So I think there's a, it's a fine line between being able to say you can hear God. Because I'm always i always like wary of that. We don't want to be st- um, so heavenly minded that we are of no earthly good True. and I always I do second guess myself sometimes mm. am I hearing you but then when there's confirmation and I do pray for confirmation mm. a lot of times sometimes I don't need to I can be awake at night and I just know oh yeah okay. I hear Saturday you morning <laughs> um you gotta film and I close mm. the door I say auntie please sit with Fez please t- lower the, the the volume I'm gonna film and I know exactly mm. what I'm filming and then sometimes when I put Q&A's out there it's because I'm feeling yeah. it coming in my spirit like I, I don't even spiritualize it but I do feel sometimes like the property thing mm. 
did a Q&A and it was a month ago, the 8th yeah. of May. And something in me was just like, oh, okay, this is coming. It's coming somewhere. Mm. I don't know when, Lord. <laughs> but on Sunday, I knew that's Wednesday's video. I don't it's know. Time. Yeah, I don't want to over-spiritualize things. And I want to be very careful in saying this because we, we will be judged on that. Yeah, true. You know, speaking truthfully as teachers of the mm. word, we have to trade very careful with what comes out of our mouths because mm. there are people learning from us. And even if we didn't sign up for this to be role models, True. the reality is now we, we speak. That's where you found yourself, you know, you know, mm. and, and when we're speaking of the word, we have to be very careful because we, I don't want to be a false prophet. <laughs> I don't want God to be like, you misled my people, True. you know? So it's yeah. a fine line between knowing my purpose and mm. understanding why God has brought me here, knowing my why and then always praying to be in alignment with when God wants this to take place. Mm. It's not perfect. I'm not perfect. And sometimes we miss it. You know, sometimes I might do a video on armpit health hygiene. And God was just like, ah, I didn't That know wasn't you, babe. Yeah, I don't know about that video, <laughs> yo. Um, but yeah. sometimes also there might not be a reason for me posting a specific video. Mm. And I post it, it, it touches one life. It doesn't touch any life. And that's okay. And I think it's okay. You know, I think sometimes we think... Just because we're Christians, we always hear right. Mm. You know, sometimes mm. you do hear God wrongly. You, you think, or maybe he's telling you, you will get mm. there, just not now. And you're like, okay, God, I heard you. I'm starting. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I think also we shouldn't underestimate the importance of learning. Because mm -hmm. sometimes it's in that, in, in those mistakes that you make, those things you start too early, that you actually say, actually, now I know myself better, Right. So what are some of the things with your content creation and who you are and where you're at now that you feel, you know, if I knew this, then I would have done things differently. Or what growth have you seen in yourself? Not just even followers, subscribers, but even in yourself. What growth have you seen over the years? Ooh, that's a difficult one because... We're, not, we're definitely not perfect. I've made mistakes. There is one little thing which mm -hmm. is more personal than anything. It's just like a little, I wish I was single for longer, a little bit. <laughs> but I mean, it's My just husband like, did be like, you always saying this. I, I think, yeah, sometimes you're like, if I was maybe, you know, I would have chased a lot of other things. Other things goals, um, rested more. Rested more as yeah. well. For me, it's it's not even, um, I think my, my husband and I, we've had this conversation as well. Mm. He had a good five years of living alone. So outside of home, outside of race, yeah. we also lived at race. I literally moved from home to Me here, um, spent a year while mm. we were uh, living. He was living in the vault. I was living here in Rosebank. Mm. And that was it. Like, and I didn't even live alone alone. I was living in like a commune mm. in a sense. So I felt like I didn't really live alone. Yeah, you didn't get to know no. who yours is outside being a wife, a mother, yes. and you know, and everything else. I yeah. think, I think it it does make sense what you're saying because it was the same for me as well. Because mm. I finished school, I went back, I stayed with mom and dad, I got married out of their house mm -hmm. into, <laughs> into the marriage. So sometimes you feel it's not even about. Um, the dating side of life. No. It's about knowing me, you, yes. you know, I would have yeah. probably had enough time to yeah. know me. Yeah, And there's no rush, you know. Um, I always feel like because we, we look on the second and the yeah. third lane, if you are in the middle lane, you're not competing. The mm. person on the slow lane is also at the right pace. They are mm. following the rules of the road. The same with the person on the fast lane. Hopefully mm. they're still within the speed limit. You need to stay on yours. And yeah, I don't fully like regret it. Mm. I just wish I gave myself the option. Yeah. Because I don't think I actually sat down and I was like, 
Yos, if this man proposes in a year's time. What are you going to say? Yeah, and even if you do, are you is the first thing you're going to do is look at the calendar because that's exactly what yeah. I did. Looked mm-hmm. at the calendar <laughs> and we sat down and we looked at when when to to get married. To get married, yeah. And I think we just don't take that step back in mm. the excitement. Mm. We make certain decisions which are not always bad because it wasn't a mistake. Yeah, it wasn't. No, but I see it in him now. It it pays off. Mm. to know yourself and and the way he takes care of our household mm. there are lessons he learned in his singleness and and having his own home exactly even boundaries with people with hosting sure. uh, you know <laughs> those are things you learn when you have your own exactly, place like yeah. guys it's time to go home and it's Bye. okay to say that <laughs> yeah know? because he knows that and there's an inner he had to learn from from those experiences as well yeah it comes with confidence and there's certain things i'm not confident in in my home that mm. i feel like i would be more confident if i had in my time yeah. like he he really had such a and i'm glad i have him because he's mm. teaching me a lot of the things even as a homemaker there are things i'm just like man this comes easier for him and he's it a man does. like oh you know um so we're not perfect but i do wish i had gave myself a little bit of time mm. in terms of content creation not getting too excited too soon mm. just over everything and anything um but also, I also regret, which hit me last week or the week mm. before, when I went to celebrate the whole billboard thing, I realized my first campaign just like, it just sort of just like went by past me. I Why was that? Unilever. So okay. um, I collaborated with Unilever on all things here. That was the full circle mm-hmm. moment. And the first video I did was Bantu Knots. Mm-hmm. And we were flown to Cape Town almost every month uh, from when we started. And we shot videos. Mm-hmm. These images and videos were in store. So they were in over clicks and pick and pay. Well, some selected clicks and selected pick and pays across the country. Mm-hmm. Not once did I go to any pick and pay and actually take a photo. And and it actually, it broke me a little bit because I was like, oh man, I was, I didn't live that moment. uh, That's, that's actually true what you're saying. Because I think I've learned to be present in every season. Mm. Because there's so many times that you look back at a season, you thought, okay, it's just this. Or sometimes you were too busy to notice. Like, girl, you're doing so well. You know, clap for yourself, pat yourself on the back. You're too busy to notice. And then in hindsight, you're like, wait. Where are those pictures for that commercial? That's, you know? that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't have I, them. I don't have them. And the yeah. thing is, sometimes it's not even about the hype around it. Because mm. my little sister, she, where eventually they actually used um, the images outside of contract. And thankfully, they, they eventually paid me for that. But okay. it went up to 2019, 2020, when this was mm-hmm. this started in 2017. Um, so you can imagine for almost three years, it could be just, or two and a half mm. My pictures were everywhere. My videos, there were tutorials. I, I never took that moment in yeah. and I never celebrated that win because that was huge. That was, POS is huge. huge. POS is when you're yeah. in store and there's a product aisle um, with a stand with your picture there first. And most of them had like videos of my actual tutorials. And even when I was now discussing this with yeah. Unilever, I was using videos that my fans, yeah. I don't want to call them fans, my supporters, my honeys, had actually taken. So that mm. was the proof that I had to supply to client and say, well, this store and this store and this mall and this mall. Mm. Why didn't I go to any of these malls? But you know what? I think now we are becoming more aware yes, as well. Yes, thank goodness for growth. <laughs> you become more aware because when you look back, there's certain things. And I think it's also because the digital space itself is growing. I think back then we never used to really capture moments mm. as much as we do now. 
So mm-hmm. I think now it's a it's a thing of you know that I need to capture this moment, not even for people, for but you. for yourself. Yes. You know, for you to keep it for yourself to get back to it in seasons where things seem dry and be like, actually, you've been here. You know, and also so. the presence. What you were saying mm. on, on presence, even if you don't capture it, take the moment because so now, can. yeah, my prayer is different now. It's mm. not thank you for for this opportunity to be on a billboard. It's mm. it's Lord, I've seen your hand move. In the beginning of the year, we prayed, God, show me how good it can get. Lord, <laughs> how is it going <laughs> to get any better than this? Lord, it's really good. You showed yeah. me how good it is. And it just changes you yeah. inside. And, and you know, my friend actually captured um, the shot where I said, that's me. And I, I just remember this vein here. That moment was for You were so excited. It was real. I was jumping with you. It, it wasn't about the camera. It was and about you. Yeah, that's what I regret. I did not take that moment to be present. It's like when you're with your child mm. and they want your attention and you're on your phone. It's it's when you miss that moment. Yeah. That's what it felt like. The moment is gone. <laughs> and you can't you're take present. it back. And you know, and in, yeah. in, in, in parenting, that's the biggest lesson for me. It's like mm. it's either you're there or you're absent. It's either mm. you are here on your phone or you put the phone down and you give this little person the attention because you are their world. Yeah, that's true. But now I want to dig into a different topic. Okay. Okay. I've heard you talk a lot about forgiveness, mm. about healing. You know, um, about just finding yourself as well and just being able to let go of situations. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Is it something you struggle with to forgive or is it something that you're realizing as probably not, the definition is now different for you? Both. Um, mm-hmm. I think the reason I'm vocal about it is because I've my channel is about getting into the front yeah. seat and mm-hmm. actually moving. So mm-hmm. at any point in my journey... I share. Yeah. And sometimes people are like, mm, sometimes you overshare. And that's also okay. For me, the mm. approval is on God. So when I'm editing, there are things I know this should go. <laughs> this should go. Yeah. If, if there's something in me that feels off, that should go. Yeah. That's oversharing. And now more mm. than ever, we're in an age where I ask myself more than anything, is this oversharing? Mm. Um, which at times it's overthinking. It's not oversharing. It's me overthinking. Because mm. somebody on the other side Makes of that sense. might need that. So I'm, I'm in a space where that's been the biggest lesson right now. Mm. You know, last year we were in a very somber moment. I, I think I was in my, uh, in the fire. Yeah. But even when things burn, there are ashes. Mm. so there are uh, remains of things that are still there and sometimes those remains are the people you're still holding on to mm. and I, that that was very much revealed to me right now that that was the space that, that I entered getting into this year mm-hmm. and understanding that hurt people hurt people and shamed people shame people and that's I did that. Mm. I did that, you know, and, and, and I think that's where I needed to take a step back. Thankfully, mm-hmm. I think God had already taught me the lesson, but it wasn't clear. You know, sometimes <laughs> to be like, okay, where's the whale? Yeah. Jonah's going the wrong way. Now I need to show him. I need to yeah. show him. Let them throw him off the yeah. boat. Um, so this year was more explicit, I think, in, in God just saying, hey, mm-hmm. hold up. There's still a lot of things you need to go back you and need to fix. Go back. With my dad, I had stopped talking to him in 2019 Mm. with God's grace. You know, I realized then 
I think it was 2019 or 2020 when my little sister learned mm. how we moved to Cape Town. She was much older and I yeah. feel sorry that she, f- she only found out much later mm-hmm. that, you know, my mom was in an abusive relationship and, and she had to move to uh, Cape Town oh. with us for mm. that reason. So my little sister basically grew up in Cape Town thinking they, they just split. Split, And yeah. that wasn't the case. There was so much more she learned. And one of the questions she asked me was, would you sit down with your perpetrator? Or Lord forbid, oh. you're a rapist. Because you, every day you you talking to dad, you're laughing with him, you you having such a good time. You you mm. know he was at your wedding, lobola negotiations. He was there. It's it's always good with you and him. But like now that I've learned this about him, I need to go back and recoup. And that so. hit me because I never actually took again that moment mm. to just analyze and. I had to understand one part. So I, mm. I understood one part. The fact that I needed to heal and deal with what has happened. Mm. And deal with him never apologizing for that. Mm. My son was born. He never got to meet my boy. And sure. in 2021, mm-hmm. I um, decided, no, 2020, near the end of 2020, mm-hmm. when we could travel, to go and see him and he was ill. And mm-hmm. I took my son with me. My mommy law said, let's go. Uh, we made it a yeah. family trip. It was amazing he met my little boy and mm. I forgave him. You know, but I gave myself now the chance to actually let go and forgive. Mm. And then a um, few days before he's lost, mm-hmm. I had a feeling, that thing again, uh, again, yeah. I, I don't want to say, God, tell me at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, I packed my get bags and I left. My husband was away for work and I literally mm. was like, there's nobody at home. I just feel that I need to drive yeah. to Pumalanga and go see my dad. And thankfully, I got to spend a week plus with him and my little boy mm. and uh, saw him until his last, you know. And I got to say goodbye, but I also reminded him that I forgive him and I prayed and I sang with him the last mm. night where he was like fully conscious. Mm. And then came the trauma of actually realizing I saw life leave somebody. And then came the the chaos of yeah. everything else that rippled after that. After that, just my life was just... I don't want to say in shambles, but my decision-making mm. was really, really bad. It was skewed. It wasn't rational. Mm. Um, and in that, I lost friends. I didn't see anything past my mourning. I didn't care for mm. other people as much as I probably should have because I was hurt. I was going through this, and it was a little bit selfish, Yeah, to be fair. So now, fast forward 2021, 2022, hey, mm. 2023, I learn about um, sin and shame mm. and how I, I actually took on my dad's sin. Not necessarily sinning with him, mm. but allowing the sin to lead my life and my decisions, mm. compensating for his sin to make sure that my brother and my sister and my mom are fine. Mm. You know, things like buying the house and, yeah. um, you know, being the second, the deputy parent, overcompensating and, and labeling so it. so that you can fill that gap and make it feel like, you know, everything is still fine. Without yeah. seeing it for what it actually is. Mm. And that too is trauma inflicting in itself. So I see this trend. Now God is revealing so much more. Yeah. And then um, the shame that comes with those things and the parts of my life I don't like. Mm. The parts of my story I don't like. Oh, because I'm really good at speaking. We know this. <laughs> we know <So> that. <laughs> I can package things. We can make this a product. We can sell this product. People mm-hmm. are going to buy this because, you know, your stamp of approval is on it. Yeah. And I did a good job at convincing myself that I was mm. fine. And then I realized that I'd covered myself with all these things that mean absolutely nothing to God because he wants what's underneath. 
Mm. Am I hiding behind all of this? And it took me back to friendships that I I just left, you know, mm. unattended, sloppishly, and in confrontational uh, spaces, I completely ignored people. I can be a black so girl. I, don't, I can. I don't have to see you. I didn't even confront that part of me. Oh I was my goodness. Ignore therapy. But you know, that's the one thing about unforgiveness, I think. Yeah. It's, I think when God wants us to forgive, it's not for the other person. It's for you. It's for you. Absolutely. You know, and I always say that I don't really know the definition of forgiveness, but I always try to describe what it's not. Mm. You know, the fact that I forgive you doesn't mean I'm condoning your wrong. Mm. It doesn't mean I have to reconcile with you Yay. sometimes. Some things, it's just hard to fix them, you know, it after is, they've yeah. been broken, right? But I think it's more about me saying, I release you. Yes. I want to see you thrive. I want to see you do well. It doesn't have to be with me, you know. And I think it's just harder when you don't forgive people. You find yourself in a place where you're always upset. Yes. And everything is a trigger. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly <laughs> it. So I, I thought I had forgiven. I was like, yeah. I forgive my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I dealing with <laughs> I mean, I've had that lesson, I've moved Lord. On. We've been in that class, I've passed. Yeah. And I'm good. Yeah. You know? And then he, God just started revealing to me that um, these are things that need you to literally physically take off. You've got, you actually have the key to this handcuff. Mm. It's holding you back. It's and bondage. It's, not, it's bondage, unnecessary yeah. bondage, because you are triggered by someone's presence. Mm. What? Sure. And, and the, the idea of and being sometimes even the name. Hurts. And <laughs> no, yeah, here and there, but also the yeah. fact that it triggers so many other bad things because it gives yeah. birth to negativity. It big gives birth to gossip. It gives birth to so many ugly things. Mm. Even in your mind, you you tell yourself lies as if they are truths about this person mm. uh, or about these people. And That's the thing true. is, there was just this narrative I held in my mind about what these people thought of me. In that happens a lot. Like sometimes exactly. you even start having self-rejection. Yes. You know, like where you're just like, I'm not worthy to be around those people. Yeah. Or sometimes you even feel they're the ones that think I'm not worthy to yeah. be here. Yes. You know? And, and that may not ever be the case. And, and mm. I just sat and I asked myself, do I hate the this and this and this and that and that and that and that, and that person? No. <sighs> why, why are they holding up so much space in my heart? Mm. And it's not the best seat it's, it's not front row. It's not. It's, it's not, not even the back. They're standing <laughs> there somewhere in the cold, yeah. and I'm letting the rain rain on them mm. um, without really caring. Why? So I confronted certain rooms in my heart that were not occupied by God, and sure, I love it, that. It helped me. It helped me. So a He lot. filled up the gaps. Yeah, by sending me there. Oh, Did and you one thing go about and God. actually apologize? Oh yeah, uh, and it's multiple people, and that's the thing yes. about God. <laughs> I start with the easy eyes. First five minutes, I said to my husband, "Okay, I've got to, I've got to, I, I know now it needs to happen now." I think I, I said, "I think I had this, this chat with you the other day. I think it's gonna happen now." So I did. You manage to fix some of the relationships? No, I wouldn't use the word fix. I was not there to fix nothing. I was there to follow the instruction. Go to Nineveh. <laughs> Go to Nineveh. I you went, to, went Nineveh. to Nineveh. Yeah, and you're back. I'm back. So <laughs> I, I literally just sent messages because I realized I blocked some of them on my phone. So that was not a good idea because the first place you go is WhatsApp. You're like, ah, oh, I know I WhatsApp them. The last message, I was blue ticked, <laughs> so I was upset. And because I was blue ticked, now I'm looking for the number. The number but do they not exist. block you as well? 
Well, if you block a number, the thing about blocking a number is that oh, you won't know. Oh, they can't block you. I don't oh, they know. wouldn't. Okay, it makes I sense. don't even know if they would know, but I don't know how it works. What you what you can't find is only the number once on your they phone. write your message. Yeah, and I switched phones. Yeah. So I didn't even have what was saved to be able to unblock. Mm. So I went to Instagram. That's the best place to start, right? Um, and I asked for <laughs> forgiveness um, yeah. to one particular person that I really, I treated her badly in a specific like event. I felt like I genuinely, I just gave her the cold shoulder. I just felt like you were being too nice. Uh, there's a whole elephant nice. in the room. We cannot pretend. And to me, I was just like, it's just either too pretentious. Okay, I It's see. either we're real or we're not. Like, that's me. Mm. It's either we confront what's happening because we're not friends. Mm. Why are we acting like we're friends? Because there's other people. So let's act like we're not friends, but we're cordial. Because there's a, there's a way of like, hey, sharp. How are you? How are your friends? But I think for women, women, we're good at that, though. I, I'm not. That's good. I, I, I love that. The thing is, in my friend circle, there are a lot of guys. So maybe that's why some part of me, which a lot of people don't know, I just keep it real. Like, bro, we either good or I we think not. that's. I think when I think of what you're saying now, mm-hmm. there was there is a great advantage of having a lot of guys as friends. As well. Yes. It sort of neutralizes that side of you as a woman. Because I think that's why I can easily sometimes just be real and yes. be like, listen, I'm not going to see you. I was talking about yours yesterday. I see him like, oh, yours. No, I'm just going to <laughs> treat you how I was talking about Trigger. you yesterday. You know, Clearly, I still need to deal with that because <laughs> it just evokes um, an emotion because if we were guys, mm. it would be, yo, bro, that's it. And we move. We, we literally won't sit together because we know what's really going on and we're not going to pretend. Um, I think that's good. I don't know. It wasn't obviously, I don't know how she took it, but it, I was very cold. Um, and I knew because at some point throughout the day, I also felt like, oh, now you're comfortable because your buddy is around. And now it's like, I'm a, I need to find my place. We were cool earlier. Or maybe it was me that was cold and she could feel that I was cold because I know I was cold from the get. Right? So anyway, mm. I reached out and I said, I'm so sorry. You know, I know I treated you with, like, I was holding the grudge, blah, blah, blah. Admitted mm. my wrongs. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't asking for a friendship. I was just letting her really? know. No, no, no. We don't need to be friends. I think it's okay to be it honest. Is. That's what I was saying. That yeah. I, there is a time I did this whole forgiveness with someone. Mm. And the thing about me is I feel like I really have a childlike forgiveness. If I forgive you. It's done. It's over. It's done. Yeah. Right? So the problem is I thought it's done for real. Mm. But you see that when you meet, it's still painful. It's not the same. No, for me, it's fine. But it can tell that the energy is not the same. Mm. The way they speak to you is not how it mm. used to be. It's like they're still holding something. You know, so you just get to a point where you're like, okay, you know what? I think I am the one who's moved on and And you're still not okay, Mm. you know? And that's when I learned that maybe it's not a matter of that, the fact that they haven't even moved on. Mm. Maybe it's just that whole thing of forgiveness is not necessarily reconciliation. It's not. And also we all forgive at different points in time Mm. and we all deal with pain um, very differently. So I only, it's only when I look back when I'm like, I was really hurt. Mm. Oh my goodness. I was really hurt, but I failed to also see my wrong in that. Mm. Even as a victim, you can easily quickly turn into a villain. True. Because it's, they've wronged me. They've done this to me and there's nothing I can do that's Mm. more wronger than what they've done. And that's the the issue that I was confronted with beginning of the Mm. year. I did find a new church and I think that was a big part of like confronting. (laughs) Yeah, I I found home where it's just like, there's no beating around the bush. Yo, the pastor's just like straightforward. And at some point I was like, 
Lord, every sermon is just touching me it's in my like studio. He's talking like about I'm, me. I'm heard, you know. So yeah, yeah I, I started there, and then from there, it just became easier for mm. the next person, for me to approach the next person, and the next person, and somebody I had to see face to face, who had already actually forgiven me. Mm. I, I I reached out to her at an event, and we could talk. Mm. It felt natural. It felt real. And I think the most powerful thing she said was, I asked myself why I didn't like you. Or why I, wow. no, she said, I asked myself why I unfollowed you. And there was no reason. There was no good reason for me to do that. And I think yeah. that's the thing about the age that we're living in. Um, I don't have a lot of close friends. and the f- Well, eight a lot. The friends <laughs> I do have hold yeah. such a huge space. Those are people like I can say I can invite to my home. Mm. Um, and I wear my heart on my sleeve. Some of the things that I think were triggering during the time of this whole like yeah. friendship drama stuff that was happening is people have their own opinions. And a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, she gets so attached. And for a moment, I was like, mm. then I was like, yeah. Maybe I, I am do. a lover. Yeah, I am a natural lover, and I think that's fine. You know, and I, I'm okay with that. It it should be fine because I think I always say to my husband that listen, I feel I'm too nice. Not even just trying to compliment myself, but that's something mm. I hear a lot as well, right? Mm. So I'm like, I think sometimes I'm too nice. I'm a carer. Mm. I give so much. You know, when I get into a friendship or any sort of relationship, I'll give in everything, and I think when I'm hurt or when it's not given back, because mm. I think friendships as well should be reciprocal, mm-hmm. right? We don't have to give each other the same quantity, but it has to be mm. reciprocal in whatever manner. So it's that whole thing of you get back and you're like, no, I think I need to stop being nice to people. And you can't. You know? And you can't no. because it's not your personality. Yeah. You just get to a point where you're like, okay, God, this is how you created me. There's probably a reason you Absolutely. created me like that. And you have to embrace it because mm. I think being nice in a difficult, wicked world is very difficult sometimes. Absolutely. But you have to embrace it because it's a gift. It you is, know? yeah. And, I, and I, I really took that upon my stride. And I was like, that's why mm-hmm. my oldest relationship, my oldest friendship is north of 10 years. I mean, we first yeah. year of varsity. That's crazy. 2023, yeah. It is our 10th year of friendship. And that's beautiful. That is someone who can go into my mom's house without me being there. That's and she will have mom. a good time. Oh, she will have. <laughs> my little sister stayed with my best friend, yeah. you know, um, during her internship because mm-hmm. she literally worked next door. And my friend was like, what? Michelle, Michelle's, oh, <laughs> she can come here. Yeah. What do you mean? There's a room for her. Yeah. And, and that's how, that's how deep I love. Mm. It's a, it's a kind of love you understand especially when you're both Christian, mm. it's the kind of love you understand that you, you did not give it's birth selfless. to It's selfless. Yeah, and you did not make this, so you mm, can't break this. True. If, it, if the season is over, Lord forbid, because that's my sister, that's my bosom. That's like, the one time she was upset with me was because she felt I wasn't being open. And I was planning her baby shower. Oh. She came back and asked for forgiveness. She's like, I'm not feeling sweet. I even confronted you. Confronted oh. you. My husband said, don't bother y'all. And she's like, no, she's not giving me attention and I'm oh. pregnant. And that was literally the week leading up to her her That's baby shower and she was, came back she was like I'm so sorry but we know each other that well mm. you know when there is distance I can't keep anything from her I and love that and those are the kind of friendships you want you know absolutely so I'm surrounded by love mm. why can't I give that space that's occupied by hate and dislike Mm, to more love love. that's true so that's been my journey so far on forgiveness and healing and I just found myself in a season where there is really no reason I can give rationally to hold Mm. people 
um, on their wrongs. There's no good reason. There isn't. And it's always important to extend grace. I always say that. But now do you, um, just to close um, on this forgiveness thing, right? How do you feel at any point it impacted you as a wife? You know, because I think generally as women, uh, I think we're good at expressing how we feel, right? But I found that with women that probably struggle a bit with forgiveness or hurt or trauma, it becomes a bit difficult to let go of things simply because you don't confront situations um, or you just say, okay, I'm good and let things go. But then deep inside, you don't really, um, you know, face your situations head on. And you probably expect the other person to second guess and just say, okay, mm. yours is not okay. Um, let me ask her. You know, you don't really say when you're not fine. Yeah, you know, last year, I'd say yes, easily, mm-hmm. because it affected a lot. A lot of what we were going through last year mm. affected our relationship. In mm-hmm. a way where <laughs> um, my mom-in-law, in, when she was wishing us uh, our anniversary last month, you know, she said to my husband, man, you guys have been through a rough year. Happy mm. sixth year. You almost lost your wife last year. It was bad. Mm. It was ba- I mean, I, I, do, I don't even consider divorce. Mm. But the fact that we were even slightly even almost pronouncing the d like the <laughs> about d- to say you know like <laughs> yeah. that's crazy that's that means that it got really crazy yeah when we got married we divorced the word divorce that was yeah. our, that was part of our like covenant vows and mm. our covenant we divorced the word divorce so mm. how is this even springing up mm. in our fifth year of marriage and then this year getting into the sixth year mm. we had learned so much looking back mm. All the lessons were ticked. All those boxes. It was so much. I think also mm. having the father forgiveness thing uh, the year before. Yeah. And then the husband uh, issues, husband-wife <laughs> yeah. marriage issues and yeah, healing yeah. from that. Maybe that's why it was easier this year mm. for forgiveness to come from a place of like healing from within. Because the things mm. that were deeper have already been unlocked and mm. open and healing. And, and now these the are like, well. the, yeah, this, mm. these are the small things. These are the leaves mm. on, on a branch, but the tree is strong now. The roots mm. are standing and they've grown so much deeper. So mm. I suppose this year, no, it didn't actually affect my, my marriage at all. And in my relationship, it made things easier because my husband forgives just like that. He moves on. We talk about this <laughs> like a guy, you know, like yeah. literally. And his mom too. I, I think I love the fact that she's a boy mom. Mm-hmm. So she's got two boys and, she moves on very quickly. I, and I think that. I'm in a family that, that does that. So it's not very difficult to do mm. the same after a while. Mm. <laughs> you know, and kids do the same. They teach you. Yeah. That, and you know, my, my little son says, it's okay, mom. And it's really okay. It's over. <laughs> it, yeah, <laughs> so they've say, moved sorry, on. <laughs> yeah, but what I've learned, the most important thing is to ask for forgiveness, yeah. to apologize, acknowledging and recognizing your wrongs to somebody articulating it just like when we pray yeah. we say it we confess our sin so is it important in relationship whether it's friendship whether it's you and your mom whether mm. it's you and your husband to articulate that yeah. um because it's a verbal agreement yeah or a verbal covenant again that you're making a promise mm. to 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 say i acknowledge your your feelings but also I do hope I don't do this again. Yeah. But also, I see you because sometimes we we just don't acknowledge it. Mm. It's like sorry for what I how you felt. No, yeah, it's I how you felt. What I did. What I did, and these are the steps I'm going to put in place to make sure it doesn't happen again. Exactly. You know, even even speaking about it yeah. is a step of putting things in place to make sure this doesn't happen again. Mm. You know, I don't. I forgot to say I arrived safely. 
Now, what I'll do is the minute I take the key out of the car, mm. when I park, I look at my phone and I text you. That is me saying this is now what I, the step that I'm taking so that mm. that doesn't happen again. That's true. You know, so it's it's really important and that's been the lesson so far. And then overall, I feel lighter. I love it for you. Oh, <laughs> I feel so much lighter and I'm glad. I I'm love it for you. I'm carrying burdens that don't even belong to mm. me. I love it for you. Thank but you know you what? Guys. I feel like we've got a lot to say about this forgiveness thing. <laughs> I'm tempted to say, you'll come back. But, <laughs> yes. but um, you know, it's not a living in fullness episode with yours if we don't talk about yours beauty, skincare, cosmetics, mm. and all that. Tell me, with yours beauty, because you're also a digital marketing specialist. Yeah. Right? How have you incorporated your digital marketing specialist? Maybe you can just start by telling us what yours beauty is about and then tell us how you've incorporated digital marketing in your yours beauty. So yours beauty started in 2020 when mm-hmm. technically 2019, yeah. I was really feeling like, oh, you know, I want to get into skincare because I've, yeah. I've used a lot of skincare. Mm-hmm. I found a little book uh, that I had created mm-hmm. back in varsity. With all these little like um, <laughs> facial recipes, oh and wow, yeah, like masks, oatmeal masks, this type of mask, hydration and the benefits and ingredients. Because yeah. of the hair thing, it just made so much sense to understand what an avocado does mm. to both your your hair as well as your skin. Mm-hmm. So going into twenty twenty, I did a lot of self care yeah. because we were stuck at home, and I realized very mm-hmm. quickly that we don't have black owned. Uh, sheet mask companies in South Africa and it, this is a Korean dominated industry mm. and if I want to be the change let me be the change so I started the company right then and there I love <laughs> it and how have you incorporated your digital marketing as well so I needed to tease the market one of the, the uh-huh. key things was strategy mm. if you are in this digital space you understand how to speak to people mm-hmm. and what best way at least you try to understand what best way to speak to your community so i knew already majority of my followers are women black women yeah. in particular and before actually launching the product i teased the market we had 8500 new followers without yeah. people knowing what the product was so to yeah. me that's brilliant marketing i was one of them oh really yeah you just went and said oh yours beauty page i was like girl i'm there i was teasing <laughs> I was teasing the market like crazy, hinting. But I got a really good manufacturer who helped me create the narrative. And a chemist who understood our story and our African skin. And that Mm. was so important. When you understand a story, it's easy to tell it. Mm. You understand the beginning, the middle, and the end. And you also understand that we all, as human beings, love and remember stories. So I just packaged that Mm. really and I put it out there and people believed it. We broke even within the first 10 days and it was, it was just absolutely amazing. And I love, I love the current team that we have. Mm -hmm. And honestly, it's been a blessing. It's been such a blessing and a testament of um, your hands work. They Mm. can produce gold if you actually just bring it before God, commit those plans and allow him to bless I love it. And on that note, I hope you have loved this story. It's been beautiful to have you, yours. Uh, please don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe. I'm also going to put yours's handle and yours beauty's website link into the description. So please don't forget to go treat yourself with yours beauty products. See you next time. Thank you so much.